Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here is our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's so great to have you here with us this morning. You know, second wind is about that, and we've started a new year, 2015. What is your second wind going to be this year? Are you going to create something wonderful and awesome? Well, you have the power. And you know, it's it's times when you're feeling a little weak, you need a support system, when you want to come to Second Wind and listen to other awesome women who have made their transitions into power and joy and more fulfillment. You know, when I was moving through a very difficult time in my life, I really didn't feel like I had enough support. So when the opportunity came that I could reach out to you through the radio, that's when I really thought, this is what I want to do. Help women make transitions. If you can listen to other women that have gone through similar situations, then it can empower you to know you can do it too. Now, our guest today is really awesome. You're going to love listening to Carolyn. She has her just, she's such a happy, joyful person. It comes through her voice, as you will be able to see. Carolyn Roshan. But before we get there, I want you to get comfy, get your cup of coffee, sit back, and listen. As we go on our journey today with Carolyn and the good information that she's going to be bringing us. And through this radio show today, we're going to be talking about needs and growth that you may be needing. And I wanted to start off with that if you are wanting 2015 to be exceptional, to be different, to be more growth, to be successful and happier than it you have been experiencing, then I want you to think about coming to a workshop that I'm going to be holding on February the 5th in Tyler, Texas. You will be getting very clear about who you are and what you want out of your life for 2015. We're going to talk about a plan, how do you get there, and we're going to talk about those strategies that hold you back from making it the year of change. So go to Joyce Buford Empowers on Facebook, and there you will find the link to sign up. Of course, there's always an advantage of signing up earlier, so think about doing that today. For those of you who don't like to go to the computer... Call 903-287-0747 
and you will talk to a voice. So we're we're going to go now to listen to our awesome guest. Um, Carolyn and I met in 2011 when we were in a program with Jack Canfield, the Train the Trainer program. And since then, Carolyn has gone on to just rock the shocks off of, of the world. She's been speaking, she's been, she's become an international speaker, and she is a trainer whose goals were to travel around the world. And she is indeed doing that. But her mission is to change lives. She likes to inspire and guide people and their teams in achieving their goals and realizing their dreams. Now, Carolyn did also write uh, two books, and they are being, uh, one of them is on our topic today, which is about clutter and getting rid of clutter. And Carolyn, you're, I'm going to let you tell us about that book <laughs> as I'm searching desperately for it. But I welcome you, Carolyn, to the program today. I'm excited about talking about clutter because I'm a clutter bug and I need some guidance. So welcome. Well- Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you and all your listeners. Um, For me, it's always an honor. Um, And yes, clutter is, you know, you say you're a clutter bug. Um, I I used to be too, and it's always a daily challenge. And my first book is only in French right now, but um, plans are to have it translated. But uh, the title would translate to Me and My Clutter. (laughs) <laughs> Confessions and Secrets of a Professional Organizer. <laughs> ah, I think that's great. So there is hope for us if we are cluttered to make that transition into not a clutter bug. Change exactly. that description. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the, that's one of the biggest things that, you know, when people come and listen to my workshops or, or listen to me speak is is that they realize that, you know, I wasn't born that way. <laughs> yep. so it kind of makes it okay for them to not be perfect, as we say, and all organized and clutter-free and all of that. And I always say, you know, you could talk to my, my parents, my past roommates, my ex-husband. You know, I used to have clutter surrounding me all the time. And, you know, at work I was able to get organized fairly easily, just I think because of the professionalism and things. But at home yeah. there was too many emotional attachments. So I kept everything. Uh, right. Well, now, catch me up, if you will. I know when we met in 2011, you were really doing well with your, your organizing business, organizational yes. business, and I believe you had just written your book. So then sort of catch us up with, well, no. What was the real reason that you, if you were a clutter bug, why you decided to write a book about clutter? Most of us run from our weaknesses, not <laughs> embrace them. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I think it goes back to that point where at one, you know, I was laid off as a project manager. I was working in a high-tech industry, got laid off, and then I took the first job I was able to get, which was a government job. I, I live in a government town. So, you know, whenever you got a job with the government, it was the jackpot. You know, you had the, mm-hmm. you just won the lottery because you have all oh. the benefits and, oh, yeah. you know, all those things. And for me, it was like, okay, I was so unhappy. 
You know, I was, you know, I had a few miscarriages with my husband. I didn't love my job. I just fell into a depression. And it was on those days where it was too hard for me to go into work that I would watch TV and just surf the channels because you don't have much energy to do much anything else. And those were the years where all the organizing shows were like one after another. And it just hit me that... They were talking to me, and I had to start, you know, eliminate everything. And I think that's how it started, is I started taking care of my own stuff, and Mm -hmm. I started eliminating everything I didn't need, I didn't love, and it didn't take long for me to start seeing more clearly. And I learned some, you know, I read some books, and I realized that if I wanted to be happy, it wasn't going to be handed to me on a silver platter. I had to find ways to get happy myself. And, you know, watching all those organizing shows and getting organized myself and decluttered, I realized, okay, well, if I can do it, me, (laughs) the master of clutter, other people could too as well. So I just started part-time my my business to see if there was a demand there. And, of course, there was. Um, There's so many people out there needing the help. So I think within a year and a half, I left my government job. I always like to say that I left my pension to follow my passion. which is to help people. And so 2007, I was full-time doing this business, and it didn't take long. Within a year, I was on a television show. I was uh, two years on a radio show, became a spokesperson for an international product. So it's almost like getting rid of my stuff just created the room for my dreams and everything that I wanted to happen. Right. And then I said, okay, I was going to write a book on how to you know, get organized. But I think what people were really most touched by was my story, my personal story. They identified more to that, you know, like you say, you know, we typically run away from our weaknesses. And because I had embraced mine and I had exposed it to the world, um, people were really engaging in there. And it kind of gave them the um, personal, uh, just just stopped being feeling guilty about having clutter around themselves and 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 say okay this is the journey i can do this instead of just giving up so i gave them hope well what is the the major message carolyn that that we give ourselves when we walk in a room that's cluttered well it's it's always you know i remember you know and i talk about that in my book on how i grew up being told that I was lazy, Mm -hmm. that I was a slob. Mm -hmm. So when you're young and you have all these words repeated to you, you become, you know, we we know we're in the self-development, you know, beliefs are just words that you keep repeating to yourself. So I started believing that of myself. So if you walk into a room, then you just, it's almost like you take a baseball bat and you hit yourself on the head saying, Mm -hmm. okay, you're lazy, you're a slob, you're not organized, you're never going to achieve much. And that just spirals down to something very negative. Mm-hmm. So instead of giving up, I think for me, it'd be the message would be stop being so hard on yourself, you know, right. and, you know, when you have an electric, elect, okay, this is the French in me having a hard time saying some words, <laughs> but if you have electric, electronic, de- you know, devices uh-huh. at home that uh-huh. aren't working, the plumbing is not working, we call uh-huh. the plumber, we call the electrician. Mm-hmm. But if you're having a problem with organization and clutter, why not also help? You know, we stop just trying to think that you can do it all yourself and seek right. the help that you need. And then, you know, all the clients that I've worked with, you know, we've transformed their lives because I gave them the tools to be able to deal with it. 
Mm-hmm. You're so right. When I walk in uh, and I'm look to, looking at my office, I walk in and see the mountains of paper. I send a message to myself. You're so right. Now, we are going to take a short break here and come back, and Carolyn is going to share some of her wisdom with us on the matter of clutter and how it affects our lives. So we will be back shortly with Carolyn Roshan. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget on TogiNet Wednesday nights, 9, 8 central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder, how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Shh, listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wave. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. With Carolyn Roshan. Now she is a dear friend from Canada. And in her location in Canada, her first language is French. So, you know... If you're from Texas, we draw it out. We make it sound a little twangy. We we can massacre the English language. Actually, I've been uh, it's been suggested to me, but we are charming in our own way. So we want to give a big Texas welcome to Carolyn <laughs> and Carolyn. I love French. It's so beautiful. I can't speak a word of it, but uh, it's beautiful to listen to. Everybody agrees with that. But, Merci. Oh, <laughs> that was that was thank you in French. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. 
Okay, now, Carolyn is talking to us today about a subject that affects so many of us, and that is clutter. And I have already confessed that I am a clutterer, and I'm as anxious as you are to know more about getting rid of this. Carolyn shared also with us that she had this problem, and that's the reason because she ran toward it instead of away from it and addressed it. She's now an expert in the field, and that's awesome. So, Carolyn, just what do we mean when we say clutter? I have my well, definition, but I'm not sure it's yours. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the thing. A lot of people who live in clutter, one of the first thing they do is say, okay, this weekend I'm getting organized. I'm just going to go buy some bins, and I'm going to get organized. And yeah. I think it's one of the last steps that you have to do. And I think it's to be to start being conscious of what is clutter. It's not just, you know, we have that untidy collection of things that are just, you know, in that, you know, like your your pile of paper that hasn't been taken care of. So, so clutter is, yes, an untidy collection of things, but it's also things that are scattered and disordered, you know, around mm-hmm. the home or in your office. It's mm-hmm. also anything that you don't use or love. So that's also clutter. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, uh, clutter is also when you have too many things for the available space that you have. So I know a lot of clients of mine, sometimes they think that their solution to their clutter is to buy a bigger home or mm-hmm. to rent a storage space. Mm-hmm. And the more clutter you have, the more you have to manage. And for me, it's always like, you know, our lives evolve over time and we have to to take care of our clutter and our stuff to be able to, you know, I always say to create the room that you want uh, for your dreams and all the other important things in, in your life. Um, so clutter is also anything that's unfinished, so unfinished projects. So you have something that's broken and mm-hmm. you, you think, okay, one day I'll fix it. But six months, six years down the road, it's still not fixed, but it's still <laughs> there in your garage or in your basement. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so, so those are some of the, the 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 definitions of what clutter is. But for me, the one that I always remind myself of, if you and you might want to, you know, write that down, is that clutter is a pile of postponed decisions. Okay. So when we don't know what to do with something, we just put it there. And then there's mm-hmm. another object that, okay, we just don't know what to do. So we keep postponing making a decision. And then it just piles up and it accumulates. And basically, a solution to clutter is to stop to think and feel and decide and then act on that decision. Ah. So anytime you're faced with something, we're just like, oh, I'm too busy, I'm too tired, all of those excuses, we put it there, we put it there, we put it there, and then that day never comes where we actually take care of it. So the day that you stop and you start thinking and feeling and then you decide and then act on that decision, then you will reduce your clutter immensely. Well, why do we have trouble making a decision about uh, things where in our other partner life, we may be able to make decisions. Like, I know where I want to eat. That's no problem. But <laughs> if I have a pile of papers, I will go through them and go through them and go through them. They may get smaller, but they never seem to go away. 
Yes, well, paper is a monster <laughs> in <Yes>. its own. <laughs> and, yeah. and I think that's the thing about um, having clear, you know, and, and I think that's one of the things that when you're clear on where you're going, and I think your wor- workshop would be wonderful for that because as soon as you identify what is it that you want and mm-hmm. where are you going, that is one of the first steps for me when I work with my clients is create that vision mm-hmm. so that whatever things you do not align with that vision and what you want, get rid of it. Right. So in your office, if you were sure about where you're going and what do you want, then it would be easier to make that decision. Okay. So for anything that are bills or anything like that, you'd be okay. I'm clear on what I need this for, you know, these are for income, ta- you know, your income tax purposes or things like that, then you need to create space for that. So you know exactly where it goes next time you have such a paper. Uh, we just don't take sometimes the, um, the, the, the time to organize that system because we don't think it's important enough. So we, mm. we go and move into, okay, I got a sale, I got to do a workshop. So we postpone you know, doing the preparation and the organizing. And this is where, you know, for every 15 minutes that you prepare, you save four hours in the long run. Yeah. Now, yeah. if one is one is cluttered in one room, are they usually clutter, cluttered all over their house? Uh, not necessarily. Um, for some people, um, they, they, they've mastered certain areas of their lives, and then paper could be just one thing that, that's an issue for them, mm-hmm. uh, whereas some clients, there's clutter all over the place. And mm-hmm. I always like to, when I do a self-assessment with my clients about if they're more right brain or left brain dominant. So mm. for people who are more right brain dominant, um, they're the more creative people, the visionaries, and what happens is that the um, the part of the brain that takes care of organizing is on the left side of the brain. So, you know, it doesn't come easily to us, and that's why it's, for us, it's, it's, it's easy to get cluttered because it's not part of our natural mechanism. So once you know what your organizing style is, then you can adapt your environment to reflect how your brain actually works. So I know that it helps many people when I do that self-assessment with them because it just helps them guide them to make, instead of trying to force themselves into an organizing system that's more suitable for left-brained people, mm-hmm. then um, they, 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 they tend to go with how naturally it comes to them. Right. But I don't want to change my ability to be creative. Exactly. So we, we set up a system to let you be organized. So if you're a piler instead of a filer, that's one of the terms <laughs> oh, that I, like I use, that. <laughs> then we would organize a, uh, a system of piles for you where you don't have to file. So I'm going to respect that oh. natural way of you. It's just not, we're, I'm not going to force you into something you're not. Right. So for me, oh. I'm a piler as well. So mm-hmm. I have open boxes into cubes, so I don't have a filing system. They're more open boxes where I can just pile. But I know that this pile is for, you know, this subject, this pile mm-hmm. is for this subject. But it's all nicely organized um, so that if somebody walks into the room, they don't see, you know, just big piles of papers. Oh, that's that's very – that's good. I like that. <laughs> I you know, I have a pile of papers that need to be filed, and so I it frustrates me because that pile keeps getting bigger. 
Yes, because you're not a filer. So, right. you know, we could have a consultation <laughs> and I can help you <laughs> figure so out a way work to, with somebody, to pile those, Carolyn, those papers you, in a proper way. Yeah. When you work with somebody, you you usually have a pre-visit with them so they can you can find out who they, um, how they not work? Necessarily. Well, I, I, I typically do, a, like if, if we're in my hometown, I do a consultation where we do the self-assessment for right brain or left brain dominance, and then we, we talk about, you know, what's working, what's not working, what's the vision, what do you want, um, and then I physically go in with them to help them, you know, declutter their space. But I have some clients all over the world where I just do Skype sessions, okay. and it, it becomes more like a coaching because I can't be physically there with them, um, okay. but we do the self-assessment, and then I help them guide them into uh, where they need to go. Oh, awesome. Yes. All right. Now, why do I, why do some people tend to do that? I mean, why do we tend to be that way other than the right brain, left brain? Is that the yeah, only Yeah. Well, reason? I think we hold on to stuff um, for different reasons. So it, it all becomes, you know, habits and beliefs, you know, have we been brought up with the scarcity mentality, so people want to hold on to things just in case they run out of money or right. that one day they don't have a job. So they, 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 they live in that particular mentality. Um, sometimes people are more insecure, um, mm-hmm. so they feel they need that object to give them that sense of security. It also right. is comfortable. Um, you know, some people, you know, have gone through relationships that have really hurt them um, and they can't depend on someone. So they'll depend on something. So they know that that particular object will bring them comfort. So they keep it with them, not because it's, it's, it's still useful, but it's just comfortable. Um, yeah. And most people just hate change. So changing their environment, changing for something new is always very difficult for them. And then we come up with all these excuses such as, you know, we might need it one day. So for my Mm -hmm. invitation is for people to learn to live in the present moment. Um, (laughs) Another excuse I hear is (laughs) it's way too important for me to get rid of it. So there's that sentimental value. There's also what's all like a historical value if it comes from generations and things like that. So one of the the, uh, tips that I give is take a picture. Mm -hmm. So if it's a big object and you don't particularly want it in your space, but you keep it in a closet, you know, I I always tell my clients, if it's full of dust, you're not giving it its proper value. So don't tell me it, it has value for you if you're not treating it properly. Right. So by taking a picture, it takes a lot less room and you will have the same emotional hit if you look at the picture, then you, if you actually look at the object. Oh, we're so, going to take a break here, Carolyn. I, yes, I hate for to sure. interrupt you because you're on such a good conversation piece, but uh, <laughs> we'll continue <laughs> but, after. <laughs> yes, I have a wonder. I have a couple excuses that I can pull up quite quickly why I do what I do yes. uh, with my clutter. But uh, I know you have ways to rationalize and explain those to all of us if we were to go back and visit and share those with you so yes (laughs) all right so we are going to be coming back shortly to listen to carolyn have her share her wise wisdom with us so stay tuned transformational coach motivational speaker and author joyce buford returns after this short break 
Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. My fabulous guest today is Carolyn Rochelle from Canada, and she's been talking about clutter. And so... I, we just had the most wonderful uh, time so far and answered many questions. So if you missed or just joined us, remember it is on recording and you can go back and listen to this in, in full. But um, Carolyn, one of the things that I have heard is that by clearing your clutter, it opens up for your dreams and your abundance. Would you like to talk about that? Yes. Um, well, there's this you know, universal law we call the law of prosperity. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. universal, but it, we call it the law of prosperity. And that right. means nature aborts a vacuum. So every time we create a void, any time we create that empty space, nature wants to fill it up. Mm-hmm. So if we look at nature, like on a beach and we, you know, we have our footsteps, well, it won't take long that, you know, the holes that we've created with our footsteps will be filled up again with water or for debris. Um, you know, I can give this example here with all the snow that we have, but you guys can't relate to that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of snow. But a technically, lot of rain. <laughs> yeah, so um, what we want to do is, is have that in mind that we can't let something new enter our lives unless we're willing to create that void in that space. Uh-huh. So you want to purposely think of, I want to give all these things away so that I can actually make room for the things that I want. We, You know, our lives are so filled to the max. You know, paper information is just like a tsunami of, of stuff that we get. And if we don't, you know, set up a system or don't develop the mental 
tools and capacity to get rid of it and eliminate it as soon as it comes in, then it doesn't take long that it overwhelms us. And for me, it's always about too much stuff just drags our energy down. It just, it pulls us down to a place where it's hard for us to move. We feel paralyzed because every time we just want to take a step, we have to, you know, literally bring all the stuff that we have energetically with us. Mm-hmm. So we want to create that that space um, and that by letting go and, and, you know, by letting go, it's not just about physically letting go, but emotionally letting go. And I think that comes up to, you know, when I do have this talk um, in, with people and workshops is that, it, you know, the, the clutter is not just in our physical environment. You know, it's also in our belief systems. So we want to revisit, you know, you know, do we have um, beliefs that are holding us back, that are draining us, and how can we switch those, you know, um, um, affirmations that we keep telling ourselves into something more positive and uplifting? So we have the the physical, we have the beliefs, we also have our relationships. So we have to reassess our relationship on a regular basis to see, you know, there's clutter in our relationship. So is there something we can, you know, not necessarily get rid of people, but is it time to move on to some different friends or, you know, mm-hmm. different uh, groups of friends? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there something that we need to maybe just clean out? You know, we sometimes we have a relationship that's draining, and it's not necessarily that we have to get rid of that person, but maybe having a difficult conversation to clean what's between us so it can be an uplifting relationship. So we yeah. have the physical environments, our beliefs, the relationship. We also have all our emotional clutter uh, that most people will tend to either numb themselves with alcohol or gambling or shopping or, you know, they'll 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 just avoid, you know, looking at their emotional clutter and taking care of it. And I think, you know, for me that's where my life changes as I'm decluttering I started decluttering my physical space, I started also looking at all my emotional baggage and cleaning that up. So right. we want to declutter our health, all the stuff that we're eating, all the, the nasty stuff that we're eating. You know, yeah. we want to create some healthy um choices so that we can have our physical body that you know, makes us go wherever we want and we have that vitality and that energy. And we also want to declutter all our financials. So where are habits that are kind of pulling us down instead of bringing us forward? So those are certain things that, you know, I like to touch upon. And Jack always says that if you want something new in your life, you have to make this space for it. And that's not just psychologically, but also physically. And I think what we could probably do now is just, I know that people are more into the physical clutter. And so I'd love to share my tips, favorite tips with people. Well, before you do that, but we, you know, we don't think of clutter being in other areas of our life as you have broken it down so beautifully for us with our our physical our financial our um, other areas of our life friendships and people don't need to be afraid of making those changes I for an example for me as I have grown in my career I have found some relationships need to be changed Mm -hmm. our community changes our support changes because you're more in line with people that are doing the similar thing so it's very healthy to change it's not that you're going to 
get rid of those other people. It's just you're going to focus more on being with people that support you, yes. which yes. is valuable. Yes. So, and I, I, we might not have mentioned this, but for anybody um, that wants to have, um, I created a two-page um, document to help people take the time to assess, you know, the impact and all of that and the excuses that they typically make. But I also have a beautiful chart where it creates, you know, what is, um, um, clutter in your physical environment, your beliefs, and what do you want to make room for, and what actions mm-hmm. can you take? So I have a beautiful chart. So anybody hey. can just send me an email. They don't need to sign up for my newsletter. I'm not. I, I'm. You know, I don't necessarily am all for all that stuff. So you can just send me an email, and then I will gladly send you um, uh, that chart so you can help. Uh, you know, it can help you decide what are the strategies you want to put in place to declutter your life in all the different areas. What is your email? Um, it's my first name, so Caroline, L-I-N-E, so C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E, at, and then repeat my first name, Caroline Rochon, R-O-C-H-O-N, dot com. Okay, that's a great offer. So I, um, I know I'll send you one. <laughs> yes, it'll be my so, pleasure. All right, now, uh Okay, you were going to tell us some tips. Some tips, yes. So I think we talked a little bit about, you know, we have the tsunami of stuff coming in all the time. So one of the rules you want to remember is one in, one out. So once you've established and you've decluttered your space is, and you create that habit of if I want to purchase a piece of clothing or if I want to purchase something in my kitchen, what is it that I'm going to get home that I'm going to donate or give away or sell? Mm-hmm. So you want to be able to, okay, if I'm going to bring something in, something else has to come out. So ah. it just creates that balance that you're going to maintain a healthy amount of stuff in your environment if you create that habit. Right, yeah. What do you think of that one? Well, I've already got things running through my mind going, well, what if it's a new thing and it's adding different <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on this here. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, one of the things that I like about, you know, especially women in our clothes, yes. um, here are two tips. Um, one is strike three in your out. So I'm, do you have a baseball team in Texas? Yes, you do. Oh, yes. Yes, you do. So you think of baseball. Texas strike Rangers. three in your out. So for me, is if I put on a piece of clothes and it's like, ooh, I'm not feeling comfortable today, you know, yeah. for other reasons, you know, we might be, it's our time of the month or something like that, we feel bloated. So, you know, you put it on and you take it faster than you actually put it on. So that would be yes. strike one. <laughs> so be- the next time yeah. you go and put that piece of clothes, if the same thing happens for whatever reasons, then tendencies are you're probably not going to wear it again. So if you end up doing strike three and, you know, just have another tip I have is have a donation box in your home so that all the members of your family knows where it is. And then ah. things like this, when you're like strike three, okay, I've tried to wear this three times and it's just not working for me. Either it's shrunk a little bit in the, in the wash and it's just not fitting properly. Instead of thinking that, oh, I'm going to fix it or something's going to happen, just put it yeah. into the donation box. Yeah, that's good. Yes. That's good. Yes. I like the strike three. Yes. It's still got a and tag then, on it. Pardon me? Yes. What if it's still got a tag on it? That was a buying mistake. Yes. 
and just buying experience. So buying and that's experience. The thing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So buy when you when you go and and want to purchase something, um, and I think the next tip could help with that is for me is to purge or buy. Uh, well, purge anything that has a value of seven or less, or just buy anything that has a value of seven or more. Ah. And by mean is that when you put a piece of clothes on, how do you feel? You know, 10 being extraordinary. I feel on top of the world. So, you know, if you put a piece of clothes on and you feel, eh, you know, like a 5 or a 6, why would mm-hmm. you wear it? For me, I'd rather have less clothes in my closet, but mm-hmm. anything that I pick out of that closet, I feel like a million bucks. And it doesn't Absolutely. have to be worth a million bucks. It could be just right. something I bought for $20, but if it makes me feel amazing, then that's the type of clothes I want in my closet. Right. Yes. So it's, it's, it's like because how you feel, you know, it's not about how you look. It's about how you feel. So if you feel, you know, like an 8, 9, or a 10, then your confidence goes up, your self-esteem goes up, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll probably take more risks. So you mm-hmm. want to create that feeling of, you know, for me, I, I say seven or less because some people have that comfort zone. But for me now, it's like if it's not an eight or more, then it's not mm-hmm. worth it. Right. And so when you're purchasing that, that piece of clothes, don't purchase it because it's on sale, you know. Yeah. I'd rather put pay full price but know that I'll wear it often than buying something because it's on sale. Yes. So try things on, and then how do you feel? Do I feel like a million bucks? Yes, no, mm-hmm. and it's easy. If mm-hmm. you start making excuses, oh, if I wear something different with it, blah, 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 you're just trying to, you know, con- um, convince yourself to buy something when mm-hmm. just go with how you feel, and that will be your best indicator. Yeah. So it almost seem like you're trying to feed that other part of you that's needing to satisfy the buying, to satisfy the depression, to satisfy whatever your excuse is that you're running yes. away yes. from. Yes. We are going to take a break here, Carolyn, and I know you're, when we come back, you're going to have some more tips for us, and yes. we'll be talking about more about how you can get in touch with Carolyn and, and connect with her so that maybe she, you could work with her or... Just answer any questions. So when we come back, we will be talking our last session with Carolyn Rochelle. Roshan, and you've done a beautiful job with your French. Thank you. (laughs) Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's paying it forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. 
Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Carolyn Roshan and I, my friend from Canada, have been talking about an important area in our lives, and that is clutter. Decluttering your space, your friends, your your finances, all areas of your life. It's much bigger than just the clutter in a room, which is the norm of what we think of, right? When we think yeah. of cluttering. So you were giving us tips, some great tips, strike three and the donation box and the seven plus. So tell us another one that you might have that you could share. Um, well, I think a lot of people just don't, you know, I think you've talked about, you know, when your whole, your whole home or your whole office is cluttered, where do you start? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's the thing. People see it as overwhelming. And, yes. and I think it depends on each person. It depends on what's your motivation behind wanting to declutter. So, um, if it's an area in your, uh, there's a room in your home that has more emotional attachments and it would be more difficult to, to tackle that one first, then I would say do something where you would get some victories right off the bat. So that you could sense that, you know, if you're, you know, declaring your kitchen, you know, there might not be as that many emotional attachments, but you'll feel um, the impact of being decluttered and organized. So mm-hmm. tackle something that you will find the most victories, the easiest wins, um, where you will feel the benefits right away. But there's also some other clients where they have reached a point in their lives where I've had clients that tell me, you know, had I not come into their lives, they'd probably be dead or in the in the hospital because <laughs> they hit that emotional wall where they 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 can't take it anymore. Right. So mm-hmm. so sometimes you you know it's like you're either in preventive mode or you're like in surviving mode. So mm-hmm. sometimes you do have to tackle that painful area first. And and if you're doing it with someone, then that's just easier because you don't have to do everything on your own. So t- right. taking care of that area that's creating you the most pain um, could alleviate, uh, you know, and give you that energy back and the time mm-hmm. because you're you're not facing that difficult space. Right. And and I think it's about you know one of the success principles that Jack teaches us all the time is that. 
you know, we see, you know, we talked about it, we see it as a mountain and it's to chunk it down. Mm-hmm. So instead of seeing, let's say it's your whole bedroom that you have to declutter, instead of thinking, okay, I have to declutter my bedroom is, okay, how much time and how much energy do I have right now? So maybe it's to declutter just your desk. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if that's even too much, then go chunk it down even more and say, I'm going to do one drawer. Mm-hmm. So by chunking it down into smaller bite size, you know, doable tasks, then you'll be able to get to that point. So, and one of the other tips that I love and that I still use all the time is a timer. Ah. So, so whatever you decide, what time, you know, what kind of energy do I have and what's the time that I have in front of me? So let's say you have 30 minutes. Well, put the timer for 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then go ahead, you know, do your process, you know, organize your, your session so that you have either a bin for things you need to throw out or recycle and then a box for donation and a box for things you need to keep and just mm-hmm. go at it and take one object at a time and make a decision. And, right. you know, you don't want to break the momentum. So if you have an object that you're spending too much time on, put it aside and then move on to the next object. Obviously, right. if you do this for every object, then you're just doing avoidance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but technically, you just want to keep that momentum going. So right. when it finishes at, you know, 25 minutes, you still have a five minutes to either bring the garbage to the bin, uh, put the recycling where it needs to go, and then put certain things away. And then after 30 minutes, just stop. And then either reward yourself by taking a bath, going for a walk, you know, calling a friend, mm-hmm. just Keep to that time that you said, because we have a tendency to overdoing it, and then we kind of get discouraged, and then we just don't continue every day. Right. One of the things that I found in my stage in life, which is downsizing, um, is that I've had to flow over into storerooms. Mm-hmm. So does that still consider a storage? I mean, I mean, is that still considered clutter? When well, we do that. storage, if it's a temporary solution because you're in between, let's say you're just renting an apartment until you have the, the exact, you know, new place that you're moving into, or let's say you're traveling for an, a period of time and you want to use a storage or mm-hmm. you're in transition for jobs or things like that, storage is helpful. But when it's used just to postpone making decisions, Mm-hmm. then it's clutter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's also, you if you're into sports and then, you know, you don't necessarily have the space for, you know, having all your skis or your equipment, then storage could be used maybe for that. But if mm-hmm. it's just to store boxes and boxes and furniture that you're not using, then that's clutter. That's how, that's okay. what I would consider clutter. All right. So even though it's out of space, out of sight, it's not necessarily out of your environment. No, it's still part of your energy yes. um, field. Yeah. So it's still weighing you down. Yes. And I right. think that comes from the lack of, again, of vision of, okay, instead of holding on to the past, where do I want to go? And do mm-hmm. these objects or these things, you know, are part of my future and where I want to go? So right. you have to create that balance of, you know, keeping certain memories, but at the same time, you want things for the future that you'll need, but you want to live in the present moment and what's your life at right now. Right. Oh, all of this is so good. I mean, it's so useful for us in, in implementing. You know, some people need partners to help 
get this done. It can either be a friend who's willing to work with you or even to, as you would be called, call you or call somebody in your local area to help you go through your clutter. Yes, and um, sometimes you just need a, some clients, they just need one session with me or with yeah. a professional organizer to set them up and what's the process. And then they can do it on their own. And then you have other people, they just need that person sitting beside them to help them make that decision. And there's yeah. no raw, right or wrong. It just is what it is. And and I have a client that spent a big fortune on decluttering their whole home, but they said every year they spent thousands of dollars to go on a trip mm-hmm. so that they can feel relaxed and away from it all. Yeah. But right. then the rest of the year, they're stuck with their stuff. Mm-hmm. So they chose to invest in their home so that they can feel like they, they're at, the, at their vacation, you know, all right. year round instead of right. just going away for a week. Great idea. So, Carolyn, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, they go to... Well, um, I love to inspire people, not just on cluttering and all those things, but my Facebook, you know, people love to to read all the stuff, and they're always in English and French, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) people can develop a second language at the same time. Um, (laughs) So my Facebook account or my website, which is www.carolineroshong.com. Okay, and is your Facebook the same thing? Uh, Yes, my first name, last name, yes. Okay. And they can look under you, and then we can see that we're friends, so they can easily find me there as well. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So is there, I know you have uh, one book. Did the, are you in the process of publishing the other one, or did it get Yes, it's not published that one I wrote in English. It's The Power of Choice, and that's based on my personal story of a big challenge that I had recently uh, a few years ago. Um, But, yes, there's still some technical issues with permissions that need to be handled before it gets published. Uh, But I'm also working on two other books, so, you know, I love to inspire people. Yay! Well, I'm waiting for the translation of Me and My Clutter. Yes. I'll work on that so this year, promise. You promise me. I promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Carolyn, this has been such a treat to have you with us today to talk about a very important part of a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. How do we get rid of clutter yeah. so that we can open up our energy, we can open up our our hearts and realize that clutter is just another way of not acting on our dreams mm-hmm. and our desires for the future. Yeah. So I thank you very much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I'm so yeah. happy. I'm, you know, part of me is in Texas now. Yay. It, I'll have to physically <laughs> go soon. Yeah. So anyway, do remember to go to Carolyn at carolynroshan.com so that you can get the two-page um, chart that she has available for yes. you and just send her and let her know that's what you are wanting. Um, before we leave, I do want to remind you of my workshop that is going to be on February the 5th. It's We want to address those, those issues that you are needing to change in your life. You want... In 2015, you want more success. You want more happiness. You want more joy in your life. That's what this workshop is going to be addressing. We're going to get you clear 
You're going to do the practice of getting clear, of walking away with the knowing exactly who you are and what you want out of your life and a plan. When you walk out that door, you will have that. So if you are interested in being with us, a good group of women doing exactly that work, then I hope you'll join us on February the 5th. Go to my Facebook, Joyce Buford Empowers, and there you'll find how to sign up. But if you're not on Facebook, don't like going there, then I want you to call me at 903-287-0747, and we can get you signed up. You can ask any questions about the workshop to decide if you'd like to come. Of course, the earlier you make the decision, the better it is financially for you. So I am really hoping that you'll make that decision for you to come join me on February the 5th. Now, as we go into 2015, there's lots to decide about. How do you want this year to look for you? How will it change for you? You know you have this power. You can get your second win to create those dreams that you've wanted in your life. It just takes stepping outside your comfort zone, knowing who you are, and moving forward. I will be speaking tomorrow with a group on Hideaway Lake, and which is an area very close to Tyler. And I'll be sharing the the dreams that you can have through just going forward. I'd like to do this with a story, and I hope one day you'll hear that story. So thank you very much for being with us. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Week. Oh, uh, where was I? Uh, I hope you'll be with us uh, next week so you'll hear another outstanding guest. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and 